0: Hey,
1: Doug. Hello, Karen. How's it going?
0: It's going. Here we are.
1: We are back on the block with you guys. Hope all is well. So I (sighs) did something different, by the way, for this episode. Or Mm -hmm. uh, I did something retro. Uh, I went back to taking notes just in chronological order as opposed to breaking it out by storyline. Because I was like, we'll just go through it, not worrying about wrapping around to anything. Like... I think people will still be able to follow what's happening, even if we break up Taylor scenes with Samantha scenes. I think it'll be okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that complicated really.
1: It's, it, it's not. <laughs> it's really not. So
0: season six, episode twenty-five, MP Confidential.
1: Yes. And so something I realized when watching this was um so this episode is part uh, the first part of two back-to-back episodes that aired on the same night in real time in 98. And this is the break. So after Um. next week's episode, that's where they, like, burnt, dropped off, delayed, however you want to describe, like, the back seven or five or whatever it was from season six.
0: Okay, that explains why this cliffy...
1: Yeah, it's not, not really a, yeah.
0: a really good Cliffy. Okay, that explains it. I think it. that's
1: exactly why.
0: Okay. Oh. Uh, yeah.
1: So, I mean, yes, I mean, mean, be confidential.
0: I mean, hopefully it'll be better. I, the next one? I don't know.
1: What, the next episode?
0: The next episode? Oh, no, it
1: won't be. Oh, okay, I'm just good. telling you now. It won't be. Oh, Although, okay. I don't know. I kind of... I don't know if I've given myself over a little bit or I just keep lowering my standards across the world. I've found this one to be like not particularly good or enticing. But there were things that at least amused me in a very disposable, at least I enjoy it while I'm watching sort of way.
0: Hmm. Okay. Well, I will say this. Jennifer and Billy are starting to grate.
1: Yes. I'll tell you why. And then we can, like, just dive right into the episode if you want. Um, because it's nebulous what's supposed to be happening with them. Like, Okay,
0: is that why? Because well, I was... I think
1: some of the dialogue is shit. But um, I think the other problem is it's clear, at least with Samantha and Jeff what each character wants and what they're doing. Like, Samantha is rededicating herself to Billy and being monogamous, and Jeff really wants to be with Samantha, and each scene is them trying to get to the thing that they have said they want. Jennifer and Billy, it's like, are they still trying to have a clandestine affair? Are they trying to call it quits and say no, never again? Are they trying to say... Yeah, let's still be secretive. Let's talk in a language of our own. Like there's multiple scenes that kind of repeat the same thing and yet don't tell us where they are. We don't yeah, know where they are.
0: Yeah, there wasn't real forward momentum there either with them.
1: No. There's there's so. no there's no motion. Like they're not moving in any direction from where we have last seen them. Even though we know more information about their 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 general storyline, which yeah, we're about to get situation. into.
0: Yeah. All um, right. So we're going to just, I guess we'll start talking. We're going to start with them, right? Yeah,
1: we start with them and we pretty much pick up where we had left off the end of the last episode. So... Jennifer and Billy were talking right out in the courtyard and Samantha saw them and pieced together something's going on with the two of them. Meanwhile, Jennifer's upstairs waiting for Billy to come join her in the middle of the night. But in the middle of the night instead, Sam is the one that goes up to Jennifer's. Um, and as she goes up the stairs, we actually see that Taylor is in her apartment with the light on. We'll come back to that. But Jennifer comes to, excuse me, Sam comes to Jennifer's apartment. Jennifer is wearing lingerie. So Sam immediately like calls it out and puts Jennifer on the defensive. Um, And Sam basically says without saying that she knows something's going on with her and Billy. Stop. Um, So Sam is like, I'm working it out with Billy. I'm no longer confused. This is what I want. And she's like, and by the way, I'll tell you something else. Billy and I just had sex and it was great. (laughs) Like Samantha hasn't said how could you do this? I trusted you, and you cheated on me. She's just like, this is this is where things are, and I'm letting you know I know. And Jennifer doesn't have Without to Without letting you know, I know, yes. <laughs> right? Jennifer doesn't have to say, she doesn't have to defend or pretend or do anything. They both just know, and that's where they are. And then Samantha goes back to her apartment, and Jennifer steps out, like on the landing, whatever you want, whatever the word is, and um, enough to see Michael come to Melrose's place um, and she sees him knocking on Taylor's door. Taylor has been having these sharp abdominal pains um, and so these are like the moments that amuse me without being really smart or good. All of like the Taylor things where she's like actually trying to seem like kind of virtuous and not completely self-absorbed. You know, she's like, I really care about this baby. Um, she listens to the baby's heartbeat through Michael's stethoscope, um, and you know she's like she says something like it's a miracle despite the mystery paternity or or something like that. Uh, and she says I have hope for the first time in a long time because of course she also hopes that this will bring her back to Kyle.
0: She hopes she's gonna get back together with her ex. That's yeah. what her hope is.
1: Yeah um and then we go to credits and we come back with megan and coop in bed you know she doesn't want him to leave but he's like nope i've got to go and get ready because i'm you know gonna be great and then they're gonna take me to philly so while he's in the shower uh george is the name of the guy from the philly hospital is
0: it george it's just yeah. that guy yeah the guy, just guy from keep philly him the philly guy yeah. Um
1: George calls and Megan answers and she's like, "Oh, Coop is in the shower but I can take a message or whatever." Um and he's like, "No, just let him know Coop has made it to the next level and they want to fly them they want to fly him out to Philadelphia to meet the search committee." He goes, "And I hope you will be accompanying him." Um and and she's like, "Okay, thanks." And then she goes and she joins Coop in the shower.
0: Yeah. Uh, because that's good news. I mean, it's that's, like that's, yeah. that is
1: hope. That's like real hope, not Taylor hope. And so then, and I don't understand this whole thing. Maybe I missed something, or maybe there was nothing to miss. Um. Peter has apparently, like, been pulling an all-nighter because he's dealing with Michael's, like, wrongful termination lawsuit against the medical practice. So Lexi is mean to Peter. Like, Lexi is somehow, like, again, upset with Peter because he is being neglectful, not being attentive, being aloof I don't know that's a word that's going to come up again in the episode by the way aloof
0: yeah th- this is this this whole this whole thing now is starting to seem like kind of half baked because first of all i feel like only the last like episode or two we've really heard about this lawsuit that michael filed oh,
1: yeah that is or that it's, the first,
0: yeah. or, or or that anybody's concerned um yeah. and then also um what what's her name's reaction to What's her name? Lexi. I just lost that Lexi. Lexi's reaction to the whole thing. You would think that she would be a little bit more sympathetic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but given that she's literally had a CEO ship handed to her, I don't think she knows how business or money works. So it's totally within her character to be that petulant. But it doesn't make any sense. Like, we have enough stuff flying around that we don't need a half-baked Lexi is mad at Peter storyline. Like Lexi was already mad at Peter about the dead dad thing. And then she came back to him like, you had your shot. Don't be mad anymore. Um, But then she says, well, what happens if, um, what happens if Coop doesn't leave the practice? Does that leave you better off? Um, And she's like, what if I don't let him leave our pharmaceutical company or whatever, which was the first time I heard that the actual business of the business of sterling conway whatever it's called is that it's in that it's pharma yeah um and we're back at melrose taylor opens the door as kyle is heading out and she says something about how she misses his cooking and because he's still trying to butter her up to find out more info about nick and christine he goes oh i'll cook for you that night remember they will both be working at the restaurant that night as we will see um and (laughs) after he leaves taylor's doorstep i don't even like calling it taylor's apartment because to me that's always going to be jake's but um he bumps so in. she
0: leaves Jake's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just keep calling it Jake's apartment.
1: Why? confused much? No.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and then as he's on his way out right after saying goodbye, he bumps into Jennifer by the mailboxes and he says that his plan is working out. But um, Jennifer says that she feels bad. She's kind of empathizing with Taylor these days because now Jennifer is an other woman again. Last time she was another woman, it was to Taylor. Um, and Kyle's like, she doesn't deserve one iota of mercy, and that also makes Jennifer feel bad. Um, and then, speaking of no mercy, we go to Amanda, finally, at work at d um, and She's just talking about business briefly to Sam and Billy, and then um, Sam says something to Amanda, and Amanda's like, I'm tired, and she goes like, I'm hungover. And she goes, oh, were you out with Rory? I think he's a bad influence. And she goes, no, I was drinking red wine alone. So then Sam invites herself into Amanda's office to like, give her a pep talk, talk her down, whatever. And she's like, I think you need to talk to someone. I think you need to see a therapist. And and Amanda's like, get out of here before I fire you. (laughs) Meanwhile, Jennifer is trying to not, I don't know, what are they, in a love quadrangle? She's trying to, like, write the angles of, or right re- the sides of this love quadrangle. So she comes to Jeff Baylor's house in the middle of the pouring rain. Um, and she's like, look, Sam still loves you, even though she doesn't say this, even though she has said she's ended it with you. We just need to get the two of you in a room together. So they're not so much plotting as... Dumb Jeff is kind of letting Jennifer plot on his behalf, yeah. and now and we so get... they
0: never met before, right? This was like this was the first time Jennifer that has met, not met, right? Her. Right,
1: they haven't met. So,
0: so I like that's the,
1: how did she know where to how to
0: find him? Like it's all it's all so weird. And are they
1: actually filming his house in a real house? Is that why it was pouring rain? Like
0: I think we so, and it's weird because. No, and it's so weird because it never rains in L.A.
1: No, it never rains in Southern California.
0: Except, you know, when I go.
1: <laughs> well, they thank you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Los Angeles, I can single-handedly save your drought problem.
1: <laughs> Just have me back.
0: Just, yeah. <laughs> Just bring me back. <laughs>
1: We'll get yeah, so that, yeah i
0: did notice that i was like why is it raining it never rains in like LA. i thought it
1: was going to figure in at some other point and it did not um no but, yeah, i think so, it just
0: was the day
1: yeah that was just uh what was happening in la that day we yeah. rained 24 years ago i guess um So now we get to Kyle and Taylor's sweet date Which is right smack dab In the middle of the kitchen at his restaurant They have a candlelit dinner on a small table Right in the middle of everything Like Mario Probably has like flames And knives and everything Flinging around
0: Yeah I didn't find that the most romantic location Well I mean I think that's the irony I guess
1: I didn't Um, know they did
0: irony on Melrose Place
1: Oh I, I think it was Unintentional irony
0: Oh, I see. Okay.
1: Um, okay, so they're eating, and, you know, Taylor's laying it on, and she's like, mm, portobello mushrooms are heavenly. Um, and he he's, like, trying to, to bring this, like, intel out of her. And he's like, I think you're keeping a secret from him. He thinks she's going to tell him something about... Nick and Christine we think she's going to tell him something about the pregnancy and then she goes you're right I do have a secret but if loving you is a secret then I'm guilty as charged yeah.
0: <laughs> she del- I have to say she delivered that line so well I just she did, I, like, the thing she is, this- howled. it was so great it was so great this new version of Taylor is lots of fun like yeah, she's, she
1: <laughs> gives it the right kind of like brio yeah <laughs> it's just it's just so dumb um and then jennifer shows up with champagne and taylor says oh uh, none for me so kyle drinks champagne by himself with the two of them and he brings up nick under the guise of like helping run a restaurant to try and draw something out of taylor and and he doesn't um but someone else has picked up on something. So then we get to a scene yeah. of someone dressed in like all black from head to toe breaking into the beach house where Michael was not in bed but passed out on the couch. And so you may be wondering, who is it? Is it Coop? Is it Peter? Is it Megan? No, and it's not Kimberly back from the dead again. It is Jennifer. She has put two and two and two and two together and come up with eight. And she knows something is up with him and Taylor between him visiting Melrose late at night um, and Taylor not drinking the champagne. She is. And she and she also mentions that. And she's clearly gained weight. She goes. So <laughs> she's she has deduced a <laughs> that Taylor is pregnant. <laughs> And so Michael kind of fesses up and he's like, not only that, but there's a one-in-three chance I'm the father.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, like, spills up.
1: Yeah. Um, and so, okay, so now Jennifer has this information. Um, and then we go back to Amanda, who has Rory over, um, and they've been drinking, and he kisses her, and then he plays, he like goes through all of her stuff and he plays one of her CDs and I tried to Shazam it. I actually think I did Shazam it. It was no one I'd ever heard of. It's like the worst song I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, Amanda has it bad music. It is, today.
0: isn't it? It is terrible. I was that's that's all I could think of through this whole scene was like, God, Amanda can't pick good music. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's not like bad nineties music that people listen to at the time. It's like someone I've never heard of. It's it's so drab. But while he's playing it, she looks out the window and sees Kyle walking Taylor back to her apartment following their non-romantic dinner date. Um, and So, you know, Amanda, with her self-torment, sees this, longs for the Kyle she has decided she herself can't have, and she kisses Rory and then tells him to leave. So, mixed signals all over the place. All right, now we have more with Lexi, who says, who's confronting Coop. She goes, as president of Sterling Conway, she won't let him move and he's like did Peter put you up to this to prevent me from taking the job in Philly um, and then he's like or sh- he's like then I'll sell you my shares and she goes if you do then I will take the company and strip it down to nothing which I don't really think he cares about enough right now to be like oh no for the sake of everyone else at this company I won't let you do that
0: yeah and didn't he even like say to her give me $100,000 and I'm out and I was like uh, that's it that was it <laughs> I was like, what?
1: Yeah, it's bizarre. And and then we just abandon it. So it's like bizarre and fruitless. Um, and then we have more with Amanda and Rory. She's in the office again. She says something slightly coded and bitchy about like, oh, it's nice to see Billy and Sam working together again. And then the moment is interrupted because Rory comes in. With a new scam, he's got some like hot commodities thing that um, th- that Amanda like immediately falls for. She goes, "Oh, I've got to go. Where can I? Who can I write a check to?" And Billy is there, and he's like, "Yeah, Amanda, aren't commodities a risky proposition?" And then Rory smarmily goes, "They are if you're an idiot." Um, and <laughs> So I have two things to say here. And the first is that I noticed the way Rory keeps coming in, that he's essentially like Kramer from Seinfeld. Oh. Like, he just keeps letting himself in. He's wearing some odd shirts in the first place. And he has this little, like, shuffle, like a little shimmy in his step when he walks in, too. So he's basically Kramer.
0: I wonder if he did that on purpose.
1: I wonder. I don't know. Does anyone but me pick up on this? Hard to say 24 years later.
0: Like, if he was just like, oh, my God, I I have to keep walking in on these scenes. I am going to be... What the hell was that actor's name? Michael Richards. Richards. Michael Richards. I'll just do what Michael Richards does on Seinfeld. Because Seinfeld was a really big deal at the
1: time. Still going on, then. Yeah, huge, huge. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, you know.
1: Yeah. Could be. I'd like to think that it was. So... I don't know. I'll pay attention to the next uh, time he exits and enters too. But the other thing I wanted to say is, so he says something, it's like a pork belly commodities. It's a fork, pork belly futures um, thing. It's always
0: pork bellies.
1: Not one hour later, I was reading a book that talked about how a character lost $350,000 in pork belly futures.
0: How crazy is that? Was that Amanda?
1: It wasn't in a book about Amanda. No, I was not reading Melrose Place Confidential, the book. It was oh something different.
0: God, how how... Isn't that like the smallest of worlds? It is the smallest of worlds.
1: So I had to share that. That was, you know, the world eavesdropping uh, on my Melrose watching self. Uh, So yes, he calls Billy an idiot, which like, that's the one person that gets to do that on this show. Not fair. But um,
0: (laughs) We've been doing that for years. I mean,
1: everyone deserves a shot at that. (laughs) All right, so now we have more Peter and more Coop. Um, Peter tells Coop that the Lexi, or Coop tells Peter that the quote-unquote, like, Lexi gambit didn't work. Um, And he's like, you know, let's all just move on. I've had my revenge with Michael and I'm over it. Just settle with Michael and give him his job back because I'm about to leave. It's time for me to move on to Philadelphia. And that's basically the crux of that scene. And that's there was something else in there that I just wasn't paying attention to.
0: No, I think that was about it. All
1: right. Um, you see, breaking these scenes up into their respective stories, I'm not sure that we get much more out of them. We just get done talking about individual characters quicker um so we're back to taylor here's another fun taylor scene she's at michael's beach house dusting all around michael and his piles of stuff for no reason
0: i mean it's like she's well she's nesting right like now she's nesting sure sure okay okay
1: um, and she's talking to Michael about how great things are going with Kyle. She says that they kissed and she says like her instinct tells her this baby has to be Kyle's and she goes, but I need proof. So she and Michael are talking and she's like, you know what? I have a plan of how I'm going to get blood from Kyle. So just wait, we'll get there soon.
0: <laughs> and, and Well, can I just say that Michael was like, uh, what did Michael say it was like, he was like, well, what are you a vampire or something yeah. like that? Yeah. And that I'm just throwing that out there because that might factor.
1: Way wait, wait to tease. So, <laughs> so yes. Um, Meanwhile, Jennifer again tries to tell Kyle to stop what he's doing with Taylor and she admits that Taylor is pregnant and she goes, There are other possibilities of who the father is. And then we're with uh Kyle and Taylor at dinner. They're at a nicer restaurant and she's all mooney-eyed and she's like, you know, something about wouldn't it be great if Kyle's could be at a location like this, which is so nice. And then she goes in for the kiss and she bites his lip. She literally draws (laughs) blood and somehow draws enough to wipe like a substantial amount onto a napkin that she's got in her purse.
0: Let's see what I mean.
1: Vampire herself.
0: Vampire.
1: I mean, it's awesome. It's stupid and it's awesome. It is. Um, we'll where take does that it though, right? Uh,
0: I mean, I we'll feel like they're it. not we'll giving us it. much. I will so... take
1: it. I mean, we don't have any great Sid stuff. I will take it. So I'll take this. Yes.
0: No, I will totally take this. I actually uh, that that I cackled at that one. I did.
1: Um. Yeah, and it might be, might be. I could be wrong. The best thing we've got, but um, now we go to the worst thing we've got. So we've got Billy. and It's not the worst thing it's just not great billy and jennifer are at some bar some non-upstairs non-kyle's place where no one from their complex will likely show up um you know they're talking and this is kind of what i mean about like what are they trying to define about themselves in this episode because they're not not seeing each other they've not officially ended things they're not actually having an affair right now they're just talking about what they've already been talking about Uh, so so Billy is like the problem was that Sam was aloof he says it like this he says it weird like he's never heard the word before which is a possibility he says Sam was aloof aloof (laughs) but now she's not so things are better but instead of ending anything Billy and Jennifer end up kissing at this bar um, In a normal storyline, this is when someone would walk in and see them, and that would raise the stakes up a notch. But that's not what happens here. I think what was happening is that Billy is still supposed to come back to work. Like, they're both working late at the ad agency together on something. But since Jennifer knows that she's having this talk with Billy, she knows this is a good time to send Jeff to make a play for Sam at work Because that is what happens Sam is apparently the only person in the office And Jeff shows up She tells him to leave And that she's rededicating herself to the marriage And he tries to talk her out of it um, He makes a play And says if I leave I'm gone forever And as he walks away she goes I'm not going to stop you And he sort of hobbles away Because remember like he's got this knee injury um, And Sam looks sad As he walks away so okay. I don't
0: think that she's quite over him yet.
1: I think you might be onto something there. But now we switch over to Michael. Who's like cutting vegetables and practicing his testimony out loud in the privacy of his home. When Kyle knocks at his house, I'm pretty sure Kyle has never been to Michael's house. I'm not even sure Kyle and Michael have had a conversation, but I could be wrong. Um, and Kyle, Kyle says he knows about the pregnancy. And, you know, Michael's like, well, look, I am a doctor and everything is confidential. I can't discuss anything. And Kyle gives him a check for $2,000. He goes, I want to know the results of this test. And this money is also for your silence. And then he says something like, although you probably prefer cash, right? And Michael's like, yeah, but I'll take a check. And he grabs the check. (laughs) Yeah. And so then Kyle, I mean, says,
0: Kyle is like obsessed at this point. I mean, he's like really putting his money, you know, where his mouth is. Kyle
1: is like so obsessed. I think he has uh, like missed the, the initial like goal of what he was going after with Taylor, which is to find yeah, out something about point, Christine, yeah. not even sure. He has mentioned Christine's name in this episode. Um, yeah. And then Kyle's like, I guess you need a sample of my blood. And Michael's like, oh, I already got that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> and Kyle isn't even like super weirded it's out. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's like, all right, makes this easier. He goes, I better get the results first, Michael. Yes. And then we're at the hospital, but it's not Michael. It's Peter, where he runs into Lexi, or Lexi is like come to find him again. He's, I guess, spent the night in the hospital. So I mean, I guess. I don't know what he's really doing because this all sounds like he is trying to avoid Lexi, but we don't know that he is or that he has a reason to do it. We just know he's not around a lot. He seems to have these stresses going on with the lawsuit, but I don't know what he's really doing other than continually reading the lawsuit over and over again. Yeah, um, that's very weird. And, and why he can't come home. So I think this whole thing is stupid and lame. Um, and she says something about how I think you're someone who always needs to have a conflict in your life. And he goes, you know, Amanda used to say the same thing. And I'm just like, what are you even fighting about? (laughs) If anything, this is dialogue (laughs) from like 10 episodes ago. Who cares?
0: Yeah, I don't understand this either. I mean, you know, why do they have to keep fighting? Oh, I think I know why, because they're going to put Peter and Amanda back together. And so this is, this is laying the groundwork
1: they're building up to that it would seem anyway okay so now we're in philly um we know it's philly um mostly because it's cold and they're wearing coats um megan a coop has been having another interview with george and then megan's been waiting outside so then george invites them to a party at his house that night um he promises a and i quote very stimulating evening um Then he leaves. Kyle hugs her. They're very excited. Blah, 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 blah. Um, At the upstairs, Jeff reports into Jennifer um, and he's like, nothing worked. And she's like, all right, don't give up. Never say never. Uh, She offers to buy him dinner as they work out a plan B. So they're going to be having some Kyle's food. Meanwhile, Amanda is drinking vodka alone in her office when someone knocks. She says, Rory, like, I think she's saying, Rory, go away. or Rory, leave me alone. But it's Kyle. Um, and he goes, he says something disapproving about what she's drinking. And she says, like, yeah, it's vodka. It's my third, my fourth one. I don't even know. Um, and she says something else about how they are. Bad for other people. They're bad together for people in general. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and that's when Rory comes in to say that her investment paid off. So she was not like the person in the book that I was reading. Good for her. Um, and uh, Amanda, again, tells Kyle that she doesn't love him anymore. I mean, I hate this storyline. Because, well, two things. One is... This isn't really how self-loathing works. It's just a really clumsy way to depict self-loathing. It's like Amanda is guilt-ridden because of fake Christine's death. But she doesn't really... I mean, life has to go on. There are other ways to deal with it. What she's really doing is just saying, I'm miserable. I deserve to feel guilty. Here, watch me drink which right. is different than like actually <laughs> living in the weight of it all and going through it. And the right. other thing is, you know, when a better opportunity for this storyline would have been three and a half years ago, when Bruce hanged himself in her office and blamed her for it. And she was to blame for it. Like that oh, would have that's been a more a really good time.
0: Point. That's a really, really good point.
1: Thank you very much.
0: I forgot about Bruce.
1: And that, guys, if you haven't seen that episode, season three episode "Just Say No," which is truly an embarrassment of riches, as as even the best of the Melrose episodes win. Um, a lot happened during that season, but yeah, Amanda has essentially already been guilty of driving someone to their death, and it wasn't this one. Um, so I like I really don't care. Yeah. The mechanics of it all are are just shitty. I would agree That's with that. That's all. Did I lose you? The- oh, no, you agree. No,
0: I'm, I'm sorry. I agree. I agree.
1: So there's that. Okay. Here things do take a turn for the more entertaining. Um, uh, Billy and Sam show up at Kyle's for dinner, but they see Jennifer and Jeff talking and laughing. Um, so a lot is unsaid here, right? Because, because Billy doesn't know about sam and jeff billy doesn't know that sam has had an affair and that she's also said no to jeff um billy doesn't know that sam knows about him and jennifer sam doesn't know why jeff is talking to jennifer um and so then jeff and jennifer see them and jeff thinks that maybe jennifer tricked him did she know they were coming and she says no and i think she didn't i think this is just a coincidence coincidence because everyone comes to kyle's um and but then jennifer's like let's use it to make sam and really billy jealous um and sam pretends she doesn't care but then immediately she goes to the ladies room and then immediately Jennifer follows. Well, there's a shot of Billy glaring at Jeff at their respective tables, and Sam yells at Jennifer in the bathroom. And Jennifer says she is jealous and that she's not really that over Jeff. Um, and Sam says, "So now you're going after Billy, or now you're going after Jeff? First you wanted Billy, now you want Jeff?" And and Jennifer is saying all this stuff to like provoke, to push Samantha. Um, And then Sam literally pushes her and Jennifer pushes her back. Um, (laughs) And it's kind of, it's like, awesome. It's like really fun to watch. Also something I realized that I mentioned to Alyssa is that they've essentially over these two seasons, given Jennifer and Sam basically the same background, which is like, they both come from these like hard scrabble upbringings where they're like these kind of fake Tough girls because they've like had to be because they've endured a lot on their own, right? Um, and it's like this is neither of them, but it's funny because like then we watched Jennifer like check herself in the mirror, um, and then Samantha calls says something about Jennifer being his leftover her, her leftovers, so Jennifer slaps her, and I loved it. Team uh, point for Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, I feel that, like what was high, Like that was as like.
0: When was the last time we saw a good slapdown on those? I mean, it's been a while.
1: I, I can't remember when.
0: It's been a while. I feel like it's been since like maybe I don't know. Sam and Jane. I uh, not Sam. Uh, Sam and Jane. Maybe.
1: Well, I mean, Joe. Jane punched Joe over Richard, but that's like two and a half years ago by now. That's a while ago. Like this is this is a callback to the heyday of Sid and Jane in the pool of stuff like yeah, that.
0: Yeah, like it had that sort of Sid and Jane in the yeah. pool quality because, yeah. like, I like when when Jane punched Jane punched Joe or Joe punched Jane. Now I don't remember.
1: Jane punched Joe
0: because yeah, it was a punch.
1: It was a punch, not a slap, not a not a tussle into the pool. Yeah, no, this yeah.
0: was like girl, like this was girl fight. This was this yeah. was girl fight, and it was it was great. It was really great.
1: Yeah, I, like, a little forced. Like, it wasn't as much fun as no, it was. No, it wasn't
0: as much fun, but it was but nice it was, to have it back. But was, like,
1: grateful for it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The show needs, <laughs> the show just needs more of that.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, we just need it. Yeah. <laughs> we really needed it. So more of that, but a little bit more organic. Exactly.
1: Um, and also, I think only one of our two could really pull it off. Like, Alyssa Milano wore that scene really well.
0: Yes, yeah, she did.
1: And the other she one, was the one the who one. did. Yeah. yeah. All right. So now more Kyle. He comes to the hospital to get a first look at the pregnancy paternity results, and like Michael is right there. I, it doesn't look like they arranged it. It's just like Kyle shows up and Michael is right there. Um, and so, did I say something? So did, I guess Michael reads the results and tells Kyle that that Kyle's off the hook. Right. Um. And and I guess does Kyle say something about Nick and Christine? Because Michael like plays dumb about knowing anything about that. Does my?
0: Oh no. Yeah. Because Michael
1: does know. Because Taylor.
0: Michael does herself. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Tra- it's so hard to remember who knows, who doesn't. It is, know it is hard. Like I'm just because I couldn't figure out like. Sam, not, not Sam, Jennifer doesn't know about Nick, even though Kyle has been saying to her, something's up with Taylor and Nick, and I can't quite put it together. But then, but but Jennifer does not, but Michael has not said something to, because
1: right, right. Jennifer Michael knows, knows, those, knows about the knows one and the three. Story. Jennifer yeah. knows pieces of the whole thing, but not the main parts. Right. But do,
0: okay, because that was the thing that I kept going, well, why isn't Jennifer telling him about Nick, right? But, oh, Jennifer right, knew about yeah. the pre-
1: she put the pregnancy together, but she hasn't put any of the other stuff together.
0: Right, right. So, so I was, so was, I don't know. I feel like there's some stuff going on here that I can't quite wrap my head around because I don't know if it's too like fast and furious or if it's no, just... it's
1: sloppiness on their part. Okay, all right. But don't blame like... it on you. <laughs>
0: I am getting older. Maybe I'm just not following things the way I used to. Yeah.
1: I mean, (laughs) it's not your COVID brain. It's their COVID writing 23 years before COVID. (laughs) Um, But okay. So Kyle gives Michael another check to pay for his silence. And then he leaves. Um, And then Michael is in the lab and he goes, well, let's look at sample B. And he's shocked. He goes, I'm fine for a guy who just knocked up a lunatic, which fair um so michael was the father michael <laughs> is the father kyle's not nick is not kyle is the father of taylor's baby
0: i think it's fair to point out though how many pregnancies we've had on melrose place and how many times those children have just disappeared
1: meaning the children exist or that the pregnancies end
0: the pregnancy has disappeared the children yeah. have disappeared We we had one case of the child disappearing, right? Like, well, Joe's
1: kid is out there in the wild at some point. Out there
0: in the wild. So, so babies don't last long at Melrose Place. So, I don't think that you know, Michael has much to worry about here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, And then Taylor shows up. So he tells her that Kyle is not the father, and of course, she is upset. And then Michael lies (laughs) and says that he's not the father. So she's doubly upset and she goes, Here I am carrying the demon seed. Like the whole thing is like all of of Taylor all of Taylor's lines and Rina's line readings are like full other camp zingers. Which is just not the way Taylor was before. But at least they're trying, at least they're doing something. Yeah, that's (laughs) the thing. Like this is the Melrose that I'm here for. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so, yeah, Michael Michael did the two things he does best. He cheated and had sex with someone, and then he lied about the consequences. Okay. Um, all right. And Now, speaking of cheating, because Amanda is technically still married to Kyle, um, she wakes up in bed with Rory, uh, and she goes to the bathroom. She's not feeling great, and then she looks at, like, the reflection in the mirror, and she just hates the sight of herself because she hates herself. Because that's what this storyline is. Yes. Uh, And then we're back again in the hospital. I don't know where we spend more time. Kyle's or the hospital? I feel like this episode might be a draw. Um, And Michael comes over to Peter. um, And kind of says the same thing that Coop was telling Peter. Michael's like, look, let's just settle. Just hire me back. And instead of Peter either agreeing or just saying no Peter shoves Michael against the wall in front of all these people and he has to be pried off by several other doctors in the hospital um and then the the psychiatrist who we'd seen a lot in I think it was season five um looks at Peter and he's like uh I think you need to see a therapist. I have an opening later this afternoon. I think I'll see you then. And Peter says something like, "You think I'm having a nervous breakdown or something?" In a way that looks like he's having a nervous breakdown or something. It was actually kind of funny. I'll give him. I'll give him that. And we're back in Philly, and uh, there's a moment at the party where George gets megan alone or at least not next to coop and he says listen my wife is out of town and she goes yeah i know they said that when we got here uh he goes i find you very attractive and he brings up her past as we knew he would and he goes i will see you later tonight (sighs) intimating among other things that uh coop's career might depend on it
0: how much do i hate michael right now for for pulling the old prostitute card
1: A lot, because it's the shittiest of the shitty things.
0: It is, it is.
1: Um, And then Billy and Jennifer secretly meet at the marina. Um, They're sitting on a bench and talking about how Sam, Billy is talking about how Sam runs hot and cold. Um, But that's when Jennifer says, but you're doing the same thing. And... And he says that she is the only person that he can trust. And she tells him that she doesn't want to get hurt. And he says, and I don't want to hurt you. And they start kissing again there on the bench. It's like, again, it's an odd scene because what are they really doing? This is just filler. Um, And they're embracing. And he goes, what are we going to do? And she goes, we're going to hold on for dear life and never let go. And that's the end of the episode. So that's when you're probably confused and being like, what kind of wussy way is this to end an episode that typically ends with like, you know, a cliffy, a revelation, yeah. something dramatic. Um, because that's I think because technically what happened was it was just a pause before they started the second episode of the night, which we will yeah, recap next week. Cause technically they are separate episodes.
0: Right. That, that just kind of runs into next time.
1: Yeah. So, so that was this week. Something uh, I wanted to mention before I forgot, this past week on Ted Lasso, on their season two finale, they do a big Melrose Place reference.
0: They did?
1: Yeah. Did you see it? Have you been I watching?
0: Haven't, I haven't been watching Ted Lasso. I've, I've been behind on my Ted Lasso watching.
1: Well, it doesn't, it doesn't spoil any of the actual events on their show, but... Um, They're talking about the taste of the biscuits that he makes in every episode. And one of the characters, I think it's Ted actually, says, yeah, they're like sweet and salty, just like Heather Locklear was on Melrose Place. And one of the other characters like, you're right. She was just like that. And it was, again, that is the world eavesdropping specifically on my life.
0: I love it. It was pretty cool. That is pretty cool.
1: So, I'd be, I, so one of the writers, uh, one of the probably newly minted Emmy-winning writer-producers, me guesses as a fan.
0: Yeah, and I'm guessing they're Gen X.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say that for sure. I'm guessing they're Gen X. So that oh. was the episode. I don't think we left anything out. Um, I mean, when pregnant Taylor is the highlight of the episode... I don't know, guys. It's all mm-hmm. we've got, though.
0: It is. It is all we've got.
1: Um. Yeah. So next week is what ended up being the unofficial season six finale. Because it's the last one that aired. And then they do a pause. So I'm trying to remember what happens. I think... I mean, I think a couple storylines they up the ante for, but I don't know if they become truly... I don't think they end. Like, I don't think... I don't think we get to the end of any of these storylines yet.
0: It's just such a weird break. Like, well, it just took such a weird break.
1: Yeah, I I think what happened is the show was tanking. <laughs> and <were> so like... <laughs> Fox was... Uh, so Fox was like, I guess we've already renewed you, but we hate you, so... We're going to put something else in this time slot that can actually make us some money. I don't remember what that was. I don't think it was something I watched.
0: What do you think did it? What? That ended it? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to blame the arrival of Kristen Davis. I dislike her so much. She's the reason why Melrose Place went off the
1: rails. I mean, for me, the easiest thing is that all the OGs left
0: yeah but it was getting bad before the ogs left you know
1: yeah i think also they took it as far as they could go and then didn't know how to pull it back yeah like once you blow up your titular residence right once you
0: blow once you blow up melrose place where do you go from here right yeah so
1: (laughs) they because marcia cross didn't leave they kept kimberly and then it's like well how do we keep her on the show and make her crazy but not too crazy and 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 you know, like they just they just took it too far and made it less fun. Yeah. But yeah. but boy, when it was a ride, it was a real it ride.
0: Was, it was a good time. Remember when Sid joined the cult? How could I forget? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but stuff like that happened, like. Almost every week I people know, did crazy stuff and it was fun. Like
0: more like this that. is just,
1: like I don't wanna actually deal with trauma in this Amanda storyline. I just want her to bounce and do something else. I don't want I don't want there to be stories about like how Lexi and Peter can't connect. Cheater yeah. break up.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just let let something ridiculous and over the top and fabulous happen, so that we can cheer them on, or you know whatever it is, yeah. or you know it just. But this sort of like the minutia of like relationships is I'm not. It's just not interesting, and certainly not the way that they're doing it. Certainly not. Anyway.
1: So there you go, guys. MP Confidential. Well, the secret's out. It was just so so
0: yes it was
1: so so and i think um, now it is time for us to jump back to the future
0: yeah and i'm it's going to be a surprise because usually we talk about what we're going to talk about beforehand and i have surprise, no idea
1: and i don't know but i know that i'm going to talk about something fun
0: okay good because i don't think i have anything
1: oh good then i'll just keep talking okay great um okay guys we wish you well and if you can think of anything really fun and halloweeny for me to watch open to any recs uh you can send them to us facebook back on the block pod um and you can also go over to itunes and give us a nice october surprise um i have a question uh, yeah
0: Oh, that, that, the, the October surprise would be five stars. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Are you looking for new Halloween-y stuff, or are you sort of, like, okay with, like, rewatching a classic?
1: I don't like anything.
0: Because sci-fi – I saw a commercial – I don't know this for a fact, but I was I was at, the at like, a doctor's – I was somewhere where there was TV, and I was, like, in a waiting room, and I was,
1: like – I think I know what you're about to say, but go on.
0: And I think, sci- and I was seeing commercials for like sci-fi and Freeform, but I couldn't tell if it was like one and the same. It all kind of bleeds into the other. But it looks like they're airing like The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby, and like they're doing all of the classic uh, Halloween, ooh. Uh, spooky sort of horror movies. Mm. So you might want to look up Freeform. And good to know. Uh, Sci fi. I know it's crazy.
1: Are. And I'll talk about this more on the other. I just want to fill the air of our apartment with as much Halloween stuff as possible. I love it. It brings me joy.
0: It but, used to bring me joy. It does bring me joy. I'm just a little overwhelmed right now.
1: Yeah. It, if the walls are up, nothing can come through. But you guys can. You come through for us. So we thank you. And now we move on. So I you love- have a great week. Follow us over to the boulevard and we will see you next week back here on the block.